Hola muchachos, happy Sunday and belated new moon and welcome to episode 10 of Tea and Trauma. How is everyone today? Can you believe we're at the end of January already? What the hell? I feel like I haven't done shit this year, guys. I've spent most of it in holiday mode, so I'm trying not to be too hard on myself. I survived my first week back in the office, yay me, but you know what? I was so exhausted by the end of last week. I hardly did anything this week, aside from go out and do Uber adventures with Natai, my partner, if you didn't already know, um, or fiance really, but that sounds a little bit douchey. So we'll just stick with partner. And I love Uber adventures because I get to sit in the car and eat all day and talk his ear off. So it's great. I love that for me. Uh, not so much for him, poor guy. I also felt very stressed last week. Like I feel like coming off holiday mode and back into responsibility mode had me in this really like grumpy state. And when I realized it was a new moon yesterday, I was like, ah, that's why, you know, <laughs> that's probably why. One of my many toxic traits, I just blame my moods on the moon. It's the Cancerian in me really. But today, however, I'm feeling a bit more relaxed, like still a bit stressed and anxious, still exhausted. I got so much shit to do today. So, and I've hopped on late again. Sorry guys. So after our chin work today, I really want to smash out my house duties that shouldn't take me too long and then spend the rest of the day in bed, reading my book and binge watching something on Netflix. It's cloudy and cold today here in Sydney. So it's perfect weather for blobbing, but our topic for today is energy vampirism. Okay, what is energy vampirism? Am I a victim, for lack of a better word, of energy vampirism? How can I identify and deal with energy vampires? These are the things we're going to cover today in our episode. To be honest, I'm feeling new to this concept, so yeah um but not to the experience itself if that makes sense so i found this topic very enlightening to learn about this week and map out for you guys i do hope you enjoy it and take something useful from it my drink of choice today is a glass of water because i've had two coffees and an Earl Grey tea already. Don't ask me why I thought that was a good idea. Um, so without further ado, I hope you're comfy and have your drinks ready. Let's dive into episode 10, Energy Vampirism. So last week we touched on our goals and our vision. We spoke about the work and learning we need to do to act on our goals this year and manifest that vision. In this process or journey, we may find ourselves purging the things that no longer serve or assist us in creating our vision. You know, we may find ourselves prioritizing peace and I freaking love that for us. With so much to learn and do and become, it's paramount that we take care of ourselves and become mindful of where and how we use or place our energy, which is why I really want to discuss the very real topic of energy or psychic vampirism, okay? To be honest, my awareness of energy or psychic vampires up until this point was wholly based on my personal experiences and the relationships I have had. Like I was able to look back or look at some of my relationships, whether it be with friends, family, work colleagues, and admit that something didn't really 
feel right you know those relationships often left me feeling drained and deflated they left me feeling used and abused they also left me feeling incredibly overwhelmed and overloaded with toxic information and emotional baggage so time spent interacting and trying to build or maintain those relationships usually felt like cruel and unusual (laughs) torture like I frequently left feeling like I gave more than I received or what I was actually receiving was hurting me mentally and spiritually but even with this limited understanding of like parasitic relationships or energy vampirism I understood that these people weren't bad people it was just kind of like I was really struggling to understand what was going on like why I felt so drained and depleted around them or why there was an energetic imbalance between us because they'd often leave the interaction feeling really great so I was left with the question as to why I wasn't feeling the same okay the cycle I was in really felt like I would fill my cup and build myself up in my own time only to be completely raped of my time and energy within those relationships and a lot of you are probably able to relate to that feeling that cycle you may even be in that cycle currently as you're listening to this episode what has come to my understanding over the past week of doing my homework is that the idea of our energy sources being a cup or having a cap to it subtly suggests that it's a limited commodity right you start thinking i have to protect my energy from the energy vampires that want to take it from me that's kind of the vibe that you end up on but the whole need for a energy vampire to take energy from others comes from this exact perception that energy is scarce and that they have to have more of it right so if we're insisting on protecting our energy out of fear that others will take it from us the law of attraction kicks in and we find ourselves dealing with people who perceive energy in the same way enter energy vampires right Uh, my point here is that without even knowing it when you're operating from that space of fear or have that perception of energy as being a scarce commodity or source you're unknowingly vibing on the same level as energy vampires which is why they're kind of in your space in your realm right aside from being able to identify what relationships within your life are parasitic and who within your relationships are energy vampires your perception of energy may need to be challenged just like mine was when i was doing my homework because to be honest energy is far from scarce right much like our true self-worth energy is infinite and it's boundless and if that's the case it can't really be given or taken from us but rather shared in a knowingly synergetic way all right I have shared a clip from Teal Swan in the episode description. If you don't know by now, she's one of my absolute go-tos for spiritual wisdom. She gives an insight into energy vampirism and the ideas we're discussing today. Uh, But for the sake of self-reflection, I'll do my best to break down my understanding of her teachings around it and what I took from it, okay? So our source of energy or where we derive our energy from Uh, is in fact the source itself be it the universe or creator whatever floats your boat right but it's from this original source that we derive our energy from this is our source flow or you know that receiving of energy from source is our source flow if that makes sense okay 
When we are in tune with our source flow, we are in touch with our higher selves or higher consciousness. When we are in resistance of it, we are disconnected from our higher selves and our consciousness. Following me? So energy vampirism is not someone taking our energy from us, remember, because it can't really be taken or you know given, but rather someone manipulating our thoughts through our perception of them hence manipulating and interrupting our source flow. Okay, for example, the energy vampire might behave in a way that spurs negative thoughts in your head about them or about yourself. And those negative thoughts interrupt your source flow and cut you off from your higher consciousness. Okay, it's not the person themselves who is draining you. It's actually the thoughts they influence within you that cut you off from your higher self that is draining you. Okay, so let that sink in for a bit. But you know what's wonderful, like absolutely wonderful about that truth when you fully understand it is that the energy vampires in your life have never truly taken anything from you aside from your time, which isn't very wonderful (laughs) at all. Um, But energetically or on a spiritual level, they have never taken anything from you. What isn't so wonderful is that we've granted them enough power to influence our thoughts, which ultimately have hindered us from becoming our truest, highest selves. We've actually let them and ourselves get in the way of our journey inward, right? So if it is in fact our perception of energy and the thoughts we think that are cutting off our source flow and draining the hell out of us and stopping us from reaching our highest selves, It is our perception and our thoughts that needs to change. It's easy to be like, there's an energy vampire, that's them over there, they're cooked, they need to change. But once we accept the task of changing our own perception and mastering our own thoughts for the sake of becoming our truest selves, I think we'll actually get somewhere. So let's do that. Let's accept the task of removing the mental blockages within ourselves that are keeping us in a state of resistance and closing us off from the source, right? First things first, I think understanding the energy vampires in our lives is actually empowering for us because it can be freeing, right? To be able to see the truth or reality of it all. So we've established that when it comes to energy vampires, their perception of energy energy, sorry, is limited and scarce, which is why they work hard to take and steal it from others. We've established that on a certain level, we too have had that same scarce perception of energy, which is why the energy vampires have gravitated towards us in the first place. That's the law of attraction at work at its finest. But it's also worth understanding that beneath their exterior, Energy vampires are deeply insecure, they're deeply afraid, and they're spiritually ignorant. They are resistant to their own source flow, resistant to becoming their higher selves, and are probably unaware of that truth, of that reality. And if they are aware of it, their fear probably stops them from opening their source flow and embarking on their own journey inward. They would much rather choose to remain ignorant and interrupt your source flow. One, because it's easier, and two, it probably makes them feel better about themselves. Um, If you think of it like if energy is scarce in their eyes and they see you in full source flow mode, like flourishing and becoming your higher self, 
all they see when they look at you is a greater energy source to feed off and all you are really is a reminder of what they're not right so seeing and i mean really seeing energy vampires in this light is actually really sad like i feel for them i, I pity them in a way that's just the empath in me but the catch 22 is that a lot of them feed off that pity that you're giving them because your pity is just another form of energy you're giving them right so by all means be compassionate towards them for us empaths i know it's just in our makeup to be this way that's fine but know that there is a line you can't cross for them there's healing you can't do for them and courage you can't give to them the journey to yourself is one that each of us needs to embark on and brave through alone the reality is is that energy vampires just haven't chosen to walk that path yet so love them where they're at but not at the expense of yourself energy vampires they may be but beneath the surface they're just people like you and i albeit people who are lost and scared and desperate for help but if you've given them all the help you could find peace in that and let them learn to help themselves so here are some things i want you to journal out over the next week okay it's just a question one question with a few different parts to it the question is what behaviors do my energy vampires exhibit that spur negative thoughts within me what are those thoughts how do those thoughts make me feel are they associated with some sort of trigger is there a way i can change my perception of them and their behavior in order to change the thoughts i receive from them right the aim is to disempower that trigger disempower the energy vampire and how their behavior influences your thoughts and to clear your source flow that's really your priority right is to stop allowing them to interrupt your source flow to help out okay I'll, I'll give you an example of how to go through this journaling exercise through one of my own experiences with an energy vampire all right so common behaviors i often found myself dealing with was martyrdom and victimhood they would behave in such a way that created a certain power dynamic between us where i was the dominant and they were the submissive i was the bully and they were the victim i was the asshole and they were the good guy it didn't matter how i changed my behavior if i used a calm tone if i asked nicely if i spoke diplomatically and approached the discussion with empathy the whole aim of their behavior was to manipulate me enough to feel some sort of guilt or shame in what i did or who i was so i would change myself to fit their needs and give them more of my time and energy and through this behavior the negative thoughts that came to me was yet again i'm the bad guy <laughs> you know this person is spreading this bad guy slash bully perception of me like wildfire and i can't do anything about it you know if everybody has this perception of me that i'm the bad guy then you know there must be some truth to it am i the bad guy am i a bad person <laughs> like now i'm questioning myself and my intentions and who i am as a person then i'd eventually settle on thoughts like nothing i do is ever good enough for this person nothing i ever do helps to make this relationship better why can't this person accept me and love me as i am i was never good enough for this person because i'm not what they wanted me to be uh, but the you know what the ironic thing about those thoughts 
these thoughts that I was thinking is that they are the exact thoughts this person had about themselves. They're the exact thoughts and ideas that this person would actually share with me and project onto me. I thought that was really interesting. So what would happen is that now we're both sitting in this relationship feeling like we're not good enough for each other or we're not what each other wanted each other to be. Like it was an absolute mindfuck, honestly. The feelings that came from these thoughts were anger, shame, guilt, self-hate and depression. I'd often lose sleep over it. I'd have night terrors about them. I would stress over it. I'd fall into depression after interacting with them. That usually lasted a few days. Like it was horrible. 100% these thoughts and feelings hit major triggers for me because this person was important to me. And the nature of our relationship was supposed to be sacred. Like seeing others happy in that particular relationship reminded me of how I don't have that particular love and relationship in my life. And I'd go back to feeling all those feelings I mentioned earlier, <laughs> like just a constant spiral of mind fuckery. This whole cycle would trigger my unhealed childhood trauma like it was nobody's business. Which leads us to the final and most important part of our question. Is there a way I can change my perception of them and their behavior in order to change the thoughts I receive from them? Again, the aim is to how can I clear my source flow, right? So the first thing I did was choose to tap out of the power dynamic. I couldn't change my perception of them or our relationship if I was constantly being bombarded with the narrative that I was the bad guy or I was the bully. So I stepped away and created space for myself to make sense of what was really going on. Once I did that, I was able to see that within that particular relationship, we were two people who weren't receiving what we needed from each other. As much as I was needing and expecting them to change, they were needing and expecting me to change and neither of us were giving in, right? It was kind of like a game of chicken. So I chose to stop needing and expecting them to change. I stopped calling them to action. I stopped offering advice. I stopped getting involved in their problems and I started focusing in on myself and my journey inward and just trying to become my higher self and, and be happy, right? Prioritizing my peace and my happiness. I chose to try and meet them where they're at, but I quickly learned that they were unwilling to do the same. Like they were still expecting me to change and meet whatever expectations they had of me. And that was probably the most difficult part to accept, especially when you've kind of dropped your expectations and needs of them. So there was a lot of alienation I had to endure in that relationship and the um, you know, relationships around that particular <laughs> relationship, like kind of like a mobbing situation. Uh, there was a lot of passive aggressive comments. There was a lot of dismissal. And ultimately, I chose to step away completely from the, that relationship and all following relationships, knowing I did everything I could to try and make it work. I decided to draw a line in the sand and close the door on that relationship until that person and those people were ready to meet me where I'm at with no hate, no bitterness, no anger, no expectation, except the expectation that they knock and walk through that door after they take their shoes off. You know, kind of like if you're going to disturb my peace, in other words, interrupt my source flow and hinder me from being my higher self, 
you don't have to walk through that door. Like you don't have to knock, you don't have to step foot in my space really. Like I'm not expecting you to do that. But if you're willing to respect my peace and support each other in becoming our best selves, 100% you're more than welcome. And I feel like setting this boundary for yourself is freaking life-changing because all it does is call people to be accountable when they step into your space. Like you don't have to be anything or do anything. Be yourself, right? There are no expectations here, but you do need to be accountable. <laughs> and that's the last thing some people, especially energy vampires, want to be. But my point is, in order to change my perception of them and their behavior and change the thoughts their behavior spurred in me that interrupted my source flow, I had to remove the access they had to me because it was too much. Like only then could I make sense of what was going on energetically and spiritually and give myself the peace that I deserved, but also give them the peace that they deserved and the space for them to look inward too. Like we weren't doing each other any favors going around in this mindfuck merry-go-round, you know what I mean? Uh, only then could I set clear boundaries around how people treat and affect my energy and my source flow. So. I implore you to comb through your relationships this week and use those questions to help identify not only who the energy vampires are, but where the resistance and blockages are within yourself. Do you need to set boundaries? How do, how do you need to create that space for you to be able to actually understand what's going on and unblock your source flow, right? We created that vision for ourselves last week in our episode of who we want to be by the end of 2023. That's your higher self. That's who you're striving to be, who you're meant to be. And all you're doing by hanging around or enabling or trying to help energy vampires is holding yourself back from fulfilling that vision. Don't sabotage yourself like that. Don't sabotage their growth and journey like that. Take accountability for your source flow. Accept the task of changing your perception and mastering your thoughts focus in and commit to your journey take care of yourself like love on yourself care for yourself show up for yourself and through it all stay open and soft and stay hopeful right uh but look yeah i hope you guys <laughs> took something from that episode if you are dealing with energy vampires i know how taxing it can be i know how tiring it can be and how heartbreaking it can be actually depending on the nature of the relationship so i'm really sorry that you have to go through that i feel your pain you're not alone there and i'm hoping that anything something that i said in today's episode or even if it's the link that i left in the description helps you on your journey to freeing yourself from that merry-go-round of emotional abuse really because <laughs> that's what it is is emotional abuse so I'm sending you my love. I am wishing you all a happy Sunday. I have my chores to do. I also got to go food shopping. Great. So I better get to it so I can relax and get ready for another week. I am forever grateful for you all and I hope your week ahead is amazing. Please do feel free to reach out uh, to share your insights on today's episode or if you have any questions. Actually, thank you to all the people that I was conversating with this week. I feel like I spoke to so many of you on social media last week and you've made my week. Like I just had such good chats and I love that. I want to keep that going. So 
Um, thank you to everybody who reached out, even if it was just like a small conversation. I really appreciate your time and for sharing your energy with me. Please continue to do so. I love you, love you, love you guys. Have the best week. Catch you guys next week. Bye. Thank you.